You're stupid too as I You're stupid too as I You'll never live You'll never die You're stupid too as I Welcome back to the Better Off Dead Minute Podcast The podcast that analyzes the savage Holland classic Better Off Dead One wasted minute at a time I'm Curtis Blaze from the SAG News. And I'm Jason Hummel from Mondo Confidential. Today we are playing God as we breathe new life into Minute 57, which begins with Lane moving his pig burger experiment from the suspended lightning table to the counter and ends with the burger singing and dancing to the Van Halen song, Everybody Wants Some. Detective, thrill me. In the last minute, Lane sent a pig burger into the sky to be jarred to life by lightning. As the minute begins, he carefully moves his patient from the lightning table to the counter. At 56 minutes and 15 seconds, Lane removes the shroud from the burger to reveal that it has arms, legs, and a face. The burger moves, and Lane shouts to the heavens, It's alive! At 56 minutes and 26 seconds, the burger grabs Eddie Van Halen's guitar and begins to perform Everybody Wants Some by Van Halen. The minute ends with the pig burger finding a female pig burger and dancing with her while he continues to perform. Jason, we've had some record-setting short episodes. <laughs> yeah, we, you know, but I believe brevity is the soul of wit. I've got nothing else for this minute. How about you? <laughs> Shortest episode ever. <laughs> we are continuing from yesterday, of course, with the... With the through scene of Lane bringing the pig burger to life. And that's what happens. Yes. <laughs> He's alive. In every sense of the Frankenstein movie sense of aliveness, that <laughs> can the, be alive. In the Frankincense, yes. <laughs> Why did I think of that line? <laughs> I think my favorite thing about this is the way that uh, the pig burger stretches. We need a name for this mon- monster. Frankenstein's monster. Hmm. Lanenstein. What's Lane's last name again? Meyer. So it'd be Meyerstein. Meyerstein's monster. Lane Meyerstein's monster. Van Halenstein. <laughs> What's the name of the guy that owns uh, Pig Burgers? Rocco. Well, I think we have a name. <laughs> this is Rockenstein's monster. Ah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a. That sounds like a mid '80s horror comedy. Rockenstein, right along with Rockula. Let's do the let's do the time machine on this one, Jace. Was everybody want some already a song when this came out? Hmm. This movie was nineteen eighty five, yeah. right? And everybody wants some was released in nineteen eighty. So it had already been out for half a decade. So it wasn't like they were trying to pimp a new single, a hit single. It was a classic already at that point. Well, it was off the. Arguably the the quintessential, if I'm using that word right, yes. Van Halen album. Yeah, Women and Children First. Oh, wait, no, no. Yeah. Nope, I've got that wrong, because I was thinking 1984. <laughs> but, of course, that would have been released in 1984. Yes. Am I going to say anything that makes sense, <laughs> is entertaining, or is pertinent to our discussion today? <laughs> I think I'd like to go back to the, I've got nothing else, <laughs> and end this episode. <laughs> By the time this movie came out, Eddie Van Halen was acknowledged as the rock god. There were other people that could shred faster and harder, but Eddie Van Halen was the one that did stuff that was tasty. He'd appeared on 
Michael Jackson's albums. He'd appeared on just all over the place. Yeah. I mean, just just hired Eddie Van Halen to do your solos for you because why get anyone less? Unless you just lucked into a solo that sounded better. If you were big enough and you could afford him, you just hired Ed. <laughs> so this movie comes up. Savage Steve Holland is preparing to do an animation. He gets Eddie Van Halen. He gets the rights to use Eddie Van Halen's guitar. Or he just has Eddie Van Halen's guitar. I wonder if he had permission. I would imagine he did. Because, I mean, they were pretty big, you know, at that point. I've got an old man who's a friend of mine. Older. Who calls all this putting tape and crap all over your guitar. He calls it hot rotting it. (laughs) (laughs) I always went for uh, comic strip panels on mine. Just random comic strip panels. Xeroxed and chopped and uh, glued on. Oh, I always just wrote swear words on mine (laughs) with marker. And had like fans sign it. That's cool. At shows. So your comic book strips decoupage? (laughs) Decoupage. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Decoupage de comique I mean, this scene is nutso He's he's clearly having a dream, right? Yeah Is it a dream? Are we Have we determined, are these dreams or are they hallucinations? I would say they're daydreams Daydreams, okay That works for me, daydreams In this daydream, I mean, this daydream goes a couple of levels deep We're talking Inception Yeah Because he's having a daydream And then in his daydream, there's an animated sequence Yeah yeah, he tends to dr- uh, daydream in animation. Well, except that this is the first time he's ever daydreamed. Wait, there were lines at the beginning of the sequence in the last minute, right? Yeah. This is the first time that's happened in this movie. Right. Every other time, he's just been drawing something and it started talking to him. Yeah. This time, he himself became part of the daydream. Yeah. So there's a whole other thing going on while this is happening in real life, so to speak. Think he's literally sleeping? Well, he's he's definitely zoned out because um, he's not watching the burgers, as we'll see later. Um, I think, yeah, he's just lost in thought, lost in fantasy, and I don't, it's a moment that kind of stands on its own. It doesn't really have a precedent in the film, like we said, right? And it doesn't really have a reason to be other than to end in a gag, and it's just awesome. You know, it's just fun. It's just awesome fun. Yeah, it's what I always call a transcendent moment. And it usually has music in it, like uh, in uh, Band Apart by Jean-Luc Godard, where they all do the Madison, you know, or uh, Travolta and Uma Thurma in uh, Pulp Fiction, where they're dancing to the Chuck Berry song. It's just, we're going to take a moment to have fun. Yes, and I think it adds something to the movie. Um, Without the scene, it would just be him being miserable, and ending up in trouble in the next minute. Yeah. Animation has always been one of Lane's coping strategies for his apparent suicidal tendencies. Yeah. But he's not animating this. He's actually imagining this. Does that mean that Lane has taken on Savage Steve's desire to become a, like a claymation animator? Well, I think um, Lane is definitely sort of an alter ego for uh, Savage Steve Holland. Sure. I mean... Well, also, I would say Hoops in uh, One Crazy Summer 2 is also Steve. You know, knowing how autobiographical that Better Off Dead is. Well, and Hoops is an, is an extension of that. Yeah. Boy, I'm, I'm struck with the, the wanting to, you know, I probably say this every other minute, but, man, I want to see the, I want to see the gritty reboot of Better Off Dead minute. <laughs> I want it to have Diane Franklin's daughter before she becomes an old lady. Yeah. 
Who do you want to? Okay, if we're if we're recasting, if we're, oh, I can't believe we're going here. <laughs> if we remade this movie today, yeah, with today's sensibilities, first of all, is there anything that wouldn't work today? Anything that wouldn't work? Does this does this movie still work today? Could they make this movie shot for shot, scene for scene? It's hard to say. You know, the the suicide gags might be a little too on PC. You know, it might be considered insensitive today. Um, yeah, for some reason, you know, I picture Bill Hader as Lane. I don't know why, just... Describe to me who Bill Hader is. Um, have you seen, uh, It Part 2? Okay. He was Richie. Okay, got it. Yeah. Yeah. Ex-SNL guy, very funny. Um, okay. Isn't he a little old? Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I, I'm probably just saying it because he's, like, the f- funniest person that I know right now in movies. In my opinion. What about this guy? What about Finn Wolfhard? Oh, from Stranger Things. Hmm. Michael Wolfhard. Finn Michael Wolfhard. Finn. What about Finn? No. No. John Cusack is a special kind of, like, everyman. John Cusack is able to act. I don't know any other way to say that. I know that sounds... I know that's weird to say. (laughs) But he's able to act. You can... You can... Feel what he's feeling, what yeah. he's supposed to be feeling. Yeah. As opposed to other people acting like they're acting. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's very natural. And you have an empathy for him, like, instantly. Well, you can project yourself onto him. Yeah. He reacts the way that you react. And he does that in a lot of his movies. I think that's why so many of his movies have, have, have resonated. Yeah. So who, who can be John Cusack today? That guy you just mentioned, too old. He's like 35. He could be Charles, though, maybe. He could be Charles. Yes. Yeah. Yep, he could be Charles easily. I like that. Although, I'm going to be honest, I want Curtis Armstrong to still be Charles. <laughs> if it was remade today. <laughs> oh, yeah. I do. I just do. I want him to inexplicably just be a 50-year-old man who's in high school. Yeah. It just makes it better. <laughs> I've been a it's, stu- already, it's already great that he's like clearly 30. I've been a student here. For 40 years, I'm no dummy. <laughs> I want I want him recast as, uh, as him. I want Diane... Oh, I want Diane to be the mom. Hmm. Diane to be the mom. Yeah. Thank you. John Cusack to be the dad. <laughs> Jenny and... Uh, what's his name? Ricky. Oh my god, no. Jenny and... What's the dad's oh, name? Oh, the dad. I don't know why I saw Ricky. Uh, because um, we haven't done this in a year, and we're just yeah. catching back up to where we yeah. were. Yeah. Al. Jenny and Al. I want that to be... I want that to be Diane Franklin and John Cusack. You, what do you think about that? That pairing? I think... I, I like it. I think Diane could nail the humor. I mean... I think she could nail the humor of that. Yeah, definitely. Of being Jenny. Yeah. Let's take a break while the heater goes. The, the problem we have here is coming up with the John Cusack character. With Lane. Who's Lane other than John Cusack? Yeah, it's really hard to imagine somebody else. Because, I mean, how often do you get a lead character? A leading man who's so funny. You know, lead, lead guy is usually a straight man. Yeah, it always ends up being surprisingly funny. Yeah. Like, oh, who knew the Thor guy could be a total crack-up? Oh, yeah. Um, the Thor guy. Um, Hemsford. 
Yeah, he's really surprisingly funny. Well, I've got nothing for replacing Kuzak. Hmm. There's no actor. There's no actor I can think of that's up and coming that can do that. It would have to be like an open, open casting call, and you just have to find somebody who's magical. You just have to search. Yeah. Probably just find someone that works with. What is Diane's uh, daughter named? Because I want her no matter what. I don't even care. I don't even care if she can act. I don't even know if she can act. Olivia De Laurentiis. I just want her. What? Yeah. Wait a second. A can of worms just got opened up and it's not in my stomach. <laughs> is she related? Is is Diane related? To Dino? Yeah. Not 100% sure, but I think so. Yeah, De Laurentiis isn't that common a name in Hollywood. Hmm. Well, whatever. Someone that can work with her. So we'll leave that one open. Yeah. Our, our one listener can weigh in with that if she wants. <laughs> if she's still listening at this point. Or if he's still listening. I don't actually know who our one listener is. But thank you for downloading every single week. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I know we have at least two dedicated listeners. Oh, okay, okay. Two. Besides us. Yeah. Because I'm going to be honest, I don't listen. <laughs> I do, actually. So we've got an animated burger playing Everybody Wants Some. Yeah. We've got John Cusack. I'm sorry, we've got Lane... Imagining that he's Dr. Frankenstein. Do you think he's hunching his shoulders, or do you think he's got stuffing in there? That looks like stuffing. Hmm. Maybe both. I think he's maybe hunching his shoulders, and he's got a little bit of padding. Because his arms are definitely kind of raised a little bit. Yeah, he's got like an Igor thing going on. Yeah. That's pronounced Igor. (laughs) (laughs) The only thing I really want to talk about before we call it a day on this episode is that um, Savage Steve's animation. I like... I like that it isn't just out of nowhere. He's got he's got the burger he's got the burger monster dancing in front of the everybody wants some poster. Yeah. You know, the pin up poster of the chick with the with the high heels. And the apron. And the apron. And the chef's hat. And when he does a solo, when he does his classic eighties leg up move in the soto solo, he's leg upping on Lane's arm. Yes. <laughs> Steve thought of thought of all that, and then at the end, blam, girl burger. I, I'm stuck because we we just came off recording a hyper realistic movie. Yeah, <laughs> and I want to go and I want to ask where the girl burger come from. <laughs> <laughs> but I know, I know that the girl burger just is there. Yeah, but the implications of it, Jason, are that this isn't the first time. He's played God. And the first time he made a girl burger. Yeah. And what was he doing with the girl burger all this time? Maybe it's like uh, Flesh for Frankenstein. He wants to, like, create a whole new race of super creatures. To take on the paper boys? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's, he has a whole burger army to take on the uh, paper boy mafia. <laughs> a burger army to take on the paper boy mafia. <laughs> Better off dead minute, folks. <laughs> Better off dead minute podcast is a fan project by Curtis Blaze and Jason Hummel. The movie Better Off Dead was created by Savage Steve Holland and presented by Warner Brothers in association with AM Films. The Better Off Dead Minute podcast is produced and edited by Curtis Blaze. Our opening music, Suicide for You, is by Skatred. You can follow the Better Off Dead Minute on Twitter at BOD Minute. And at our Facebook group at the Better Off Dead Minute Crisis Support Service and at betteroffdeadminute.com. Don't forget to leave us a voicemail or text at 712-830-7373. Also, don't forget to leave a five-star review at iTunes. 
Apple Podcasts, Jason. How oh. dare you? Oh, okay. What well, is it, 2007? <laughs> My bad. Hey, thanks everybody. Thanks to the Star Wars Minute guys for graciously allowing us to steal the format. If you would like to listen to other Movies by Minute podcasts, you can check out the hundreds of Movies by Minute podcasts at moviesbyminutes.com. Join us tomorrow for the Better Off Dead Minute podcast, Minute 58. Until then, I'm Curtis. And I'm Jason. Good night.